Welcome to the Mother Daughter Edit. This is I am Kai. And this is Tina Michelle. And, and we, we are, are the, the MDE. <laughs> the Mother Daughter Edit, Episode 1 You Make Me Sick. This episode is sponsored by The Comfort Zone. The Comfort Zone is a membership community focused on everything that gives you comfort. Whether it's a lip balm, a cup of tea, or anxiety counsel or guided meditation, this is the space where your comfort is created. Thank you for The Comfort Zone for sponsoring this episode. Hello. Hello. Hi, Mom. Okay. Hi, and hello, everyone. Welcome to the MDE. Guys, this is our very first episode, and we are so excited to just do this because, guys, this is literally my best friend. Mommy, you're my best friend. Thank you. It's great when you give birth to your best friends. Yeah. (laughs) And you know what's super exciting is that this is something that we've been talking about for months. Yes. Months. And we've been trying to formulate it, get it done, really just hash it out. But now is the time and now is the moment. And here we are. Here we are. Because there's crap you want to talk about. What do you want to introduce about yourself? Tell the people about what you do and how much of an icon you are. I don't know about the icon part, but I do do things that bring hope to people. That's my job. Um, they call me a hope ambassador. And I'm also a minister and a coach and a counselor. And most importantly, I'm your mom. And I'm the mother also of Gerard. Yes. Yes, and I have, I have three other bonus children that I love so much. Amazing. So astounding. You are literally my biggest inspiration. Hi, my name is I am Kai. I am her daughter. Um, I sing and make music and entertain via the internet and the world, darling. And together we are the Mother Daughter Edit. And we're just introducing you guys to our world and what we talk about every single day. Yes. The drama, the debacle, the tea, the craziness. That's your life. Mine is pretty steady, and I just do what I do, and I watch you. That's yes, and we're bringing you the best of both worlds, um, and together we are the Mother Daughter Edit. So I think we should just honestly talk about the thing that's super important, which is Beyonce's birthday. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's the most you important day Beyonce. of the year. Do you they keep calling you the punk Beyonce? Oh my gosh, don't say it too loud, because she'll hear you. Yes, I know, but <gasps> I just think it's sort of cute. I know. I literally love Beyonce so much. It was her 40th birthday this year. I know. So many people turned 40 this year. Oh, my God. It's pretty interesting, these youngins, because they're still young to me. I know, but she is someone, Beyonce is someone for me as an entertainer that I look up to that is so strong and so powerful and just so domineering in her career path, and we've always listened to Beyonce. You like yeah. the which album? My favorite one, I forgot what it's called. Was it B-Day? Yeah, B-Day. I yeah. like to dance to that album. I think Beyonce was responsible for me losing like 20, 30 pounds. Oh my gosh. At one point, and it got me through my divorce. I remember Sunday evenings with, once again, the triangle peanut butter toast with the cut-off That's crust. little. Yes, and Freakum Dress would be playing. You weren't that little. The extended little. version, though. But were you all bopping to the extended? The extended. But you weren't that little, though. How long ago? Oh, my gosh. I guess it was it over was like 15 th- years yeah, ago. Yeah, it was like 2000-something. The extended version of B-Day, of Freakum Dress. I remember when she had all the extra movements in it, where the song was literally like when five, When I used to do every single long. movement. Oh, my gosh. I thought I was Beyonce. That was the Beyonce of all time. Well, today... Because Beyonce's birthday was technically yesterday on September 4th. Today is the other counterpart, 
that took place in creating me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Gerald, my father. Happy birthday, Dad. Love you. Virgo kings for life. Gang, gang, bang, bang. Yes, it is your dad's birthday. Yes, it is my dad's birthday. Love you, Dad. Thank you so much for serving our country and for being so iconic and amazing and being a Virgo king and super high-tech nerd that I wish I could be, but I am a musician, so... <laughs> Okay. What about life? Uh, like real life? Like, like our life? Like our lives. Like yeah. the life that's I love Beyonce. Now. I love everybody else. You know, what do I always say to you? You tell me about all these people that you've introduced me to in Hollywood. I'm like, who are these people? They have nothing to do with me. They don't pay my bills. <laughs> Why should I care? Oh my gosh. Well, our lives are, it's just so crazy. My life has been so crazy, guys. Guys, I'm recovering from looking like Reptar. It is insane. I had somehow an inside, outside eczema explosion. Eczema I don't explosion. know if it's eczema. We don't know what it is. We just know you did not have fever. Yeah. We know that you did not have any sick symptoms. Yeah. You just had rash everywhere. And inside I believe that, and that out. yeah, but that rash came from absolute acute anxiety. I'm not a doctor. I just played one on this podcast. <laughs> But I believe it came from absolute acute anxiety because you had some major things happen all at, at the same time. You had a major conversation with your agency yeah. about a career choice and a career path yeah. that, you know, was almost so hard for you to think of. Yeah. Then dealing with the fact that we have moved and we're still pulling things together. Yeah. Right? And you're not used to not living in a house. Yes. Right? But it makes you, it puts you right in the right community that you want to be in. So this is a fabulous condo. Yes. But we have neighbors. You're not accustomed to that. Yes. And then... On top of that. Oh, God. Yeah. Should we even get into the debacle of romance, darling? I don't know the if it's romance. I don't know what it is. It's I do know it was ridiculous because your body is purging the BS from your body. Yeah. It's purging BS. I mean, I have had some moments where I have felt very stressed out, but never to the point where it gets super physical. I mean, even like like just life, mother nature. Mm -hmm. That's normal, right? Mm -hmm. That happens when you're stressed Oh, yeah, that was happening too. Yeah, your women's cycle. Come on, simultaneously got Mother Nature very early, mm -hmm. way earlier like than I've ever gotten it before. Mm -hmm. um, let me just say that. So, like, I know I can get stressed out. I know my anxiety can overtake me, and I know that I get there. But I've never been in a moment where I was, I was really crying with you. In I know. Position. You actually, I mean, I don't know when the last time was that you did that, but you actually got in my bed. Yeah. And started crying. And so Sarah. I was just like, okay, when she needs to cry, she needs to get some of this off of her back. Sagittarius tings, thank you. And then you got to talk to your other dad. Yes. Love you, Larry. <laughs> Love you, Pop. You're amazing. <laughs> and he gave you some advice. Yeah. Tried to make you laugh. But the reality is, kiddo, you're going to have to man maintain and manage this stress level differently. And you know, it always comes down to self-care before you have to go there. That was the there that I was trying to avoid you. You know, I can't do anything because you're an adult, right? Yes. And I try not to be a hover mother, smother mother type thing. Which you never are. You're literally incredible, guys. She's but really amazing. sometimes, girlfriend. I'm just not the best at managing my emotions under stress. I am 100,000 No one is really good managing your emotions under stress. That's why. I believe that we have to do 
um, a lot more remediation, right? When yeah. it comes to having better daily habits. Yes. Having better self-care time. You're right. Always. And realizing it's all a job. Now, granted, your job is you. It's your art form. It's what you do and express to other people. Yes. But at the end of, end of the day, it's not worth losing your life for a like. That's a reality. Come on. Okay? She said, wait, run that back, Turbo. At the end of the day, it is not worth losing your life for, for a, a like. Okay, I don't understand yes. that. I'm from Go. traditional media, long form media. Yeah. You know, we run all these TV networks, and I love it so much. Connect to your city's bomb. Period. Okay. But you're, the real media that the real media channel that you have to take care of is yourself. Otherwise, it's hard to service those around you. You will be overwhelmed because you're supposed to give people your extra, not your all. Mm. And I know that's different than what most people do. I'm going to give this person my all. Well, if you give them your all, then what are you left for you? What do you have left for you? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. I mean, that's what I've kind of felt like the past few days is that like just a gaping void of darkness um, that I literally just the had darkness is left. beautiful because it's in the darkness that you make decisions. And the best bops ever, darling. The best bops ever, ever, and you can do some introspection. Yeah, introspection. right. It's not scary, even though to a lot of people, silence is scary, especially your generation. Yeah, you constantly want to multitask and do this and do that, do this, do that. Where you see me sit in my room sometimes with absolutely no thing on yeah because I like being alone with my thoughts and I like making decisions about what comes into my spirit into my mind yep. into my heart yeah and I reject what does not belong there so when you're moving that fast you've got so many gigabytes of information coming at you per second wow. and you only have a few opportunities per minute Woo. to make a choice that's conscious yeah and so I'm constantly trying to get between you in that work going okay let's drink some water okay let's take a walk okay let's do some meditation okay <laughs> let's pray baby let's give it to jesus yeah and you know definitely the past few days not being able to look in the mirror and see smeagol from lord of the rings has been not being able to or that's what you see to you that's yeah not being able to like i literally that's all i see does that make sense okay I get it now. You're okay, yeah. You can't help but see Yeah, I can't Smeagol. help but to see Smeagol. I can't got it. Yes, yes, yes. Which That's is ridiculous because you're beautiful every day all the time. But the eczema, like, guys, it's we like We're calling a rash. it eczema. It has not yet been diagnosed. It's a rush. I did a chemical peel. I will do an update. I did a chemical peel. I saw some improvement. I'm feeling some baby butt skin on the apple of my cheek on the left side. Yes, on the left. <laughs> is, I, I had to close right, up my hands to see which left. one is left and right. Just had to check in real quick, so sorry, my bad. Um, but yes, I did do a chemical peel. I'm feeling okay. I'm feeling yeah, all right. Yeah, but it's internal. If it's on your throat, if it's on your legs, if it's on your arms, actually, it's better on your it's arms. It's better on my arms. So that means your face is going to get better because that was the last thing to break out. Yeah, it's just the inside of this one on my right is still a little rat rat. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I am getting better. I feel better. And most importantly, I feel like that heartbreak moment because I did feel my heart sink to my stomach. Well, you know, I think it was a combination. And, of course, I can't speak for your heart, okay? But I think it was a combination of one... You sort of knew this from the beginning about this person in particular. Yeah. And you cut him off a long time ago. Yes, I did. Because you felt inauthenticity in reference to his intention. Yeah. So you're, I, think, I think the worst thing we can feel is when we're disappointed in not following our own 
gut instinct, our no. own internal compass. Yeah. And that's the most dangerous thing you could possibly do because there's so many voices around you yeah. that if you let all those voices drown out your internal compass, and sometimes those voices are your other you that are saying, girl, you need to get a man. Girl, he just makes you feel good. Girl, you're bored. You want to be... Girl, if you can't be in love with you... Yeah. Okay? You know. Period. People... This is my commitment because people always say, Tina, do you want to be married again? First of all, I've been married. It's on my, bu my bucket list. But it has to be absolutely compelling for me to even think about that again. Yeah. And I have this great love affair relationship with my daggone self. <laughs> Other people are optional in participating. Okay. And if they want to participate, that's fine. But it's not going to take me off my game for me. Talk to me nicely. Right? Because we're going to do a lot through this uh, podcast. Yes. We're going to be vlogging. And, and this is completely un, like raw, uncut. This is our lives, right? We're going to be real and talk about the things that happen. And I am an open book, and I am totally unafraid to tell my tea because this is something that you hear in my music anyway. As an artist, you have to be vulnerable. And for me, the only person that hears everything, like from the moment I blink three times and the sky looks a little bit bluer than Tuesday and Wednesday, mm -hmm. is my mother. So that's, that's why, why I said, that's why I said, you said, what's the title? I said, you make me sick. You make me sick. And you're not talking about anyone else. And I hate, okay, you ready for this? Yes. Who made you sick? The situation? And you. Oh, I made me sick. Yeah, I did because I stressed out and I you got emotional. You stressed so out because you wanted everything to be just so and you didn't want it to be what it was. And, you know, it made you sick. It manifested. Right? Even yeah. though it's not any fault of your own, you're walking through life. Yeah. And this journey can be difficult sometimes. Yeah. Right? And you just really want a place to belong. But you gotta listen to, you know, your inner, again, the inner jury, the inner voice that's in you. Yeah. Listen to God. Listen to um, your self-respect for yourself, too. Period. That, God. you know, you draw, and you're good at drawing lines and boundaries. You're usually really good at it. That's I'm, I'm the queen of ghosts. I'm the queen of ghosts. Not, but this time. I'm Ebenezer, guys, baby. I'm Ebenezer. I knew there was a problem when you were arguing every single week, and it was eight weeks later, every weekend, there was a problem. Well, I will just say straight up is that I'm always in these confusing romantic situations because I'm not your average girl. I'm not your ordinary girl, okay? I am not. I am not. I am a bald extraterrestrial alien sent from Yeshua above, okay? Exactly. You're, what do I always tell you? You're a designer original, honey. Yes, mommy, thank you. And so either, you know, whether they're gay, straight, bi, whatever they want to be, purple, yellow, green, whatever walk of life this man wants to come in, it's always some level of confusion when it comes to romantics. And it always gets a little bit too deep. And for me, romantics has been something that I've struggled with all throughout my, you know, nine lives of living as a cat on earth. And <laughs> And, you know, for me, it's just something that's exhausting, truly. Well, you have, two, you, you have, a, you have a, another lover. And this other lover oh, yeah. is relentless. Yeah, persistent. When it calls you to pay attention to it, you better pay attention. Because you love it just as much as it loves you, and it's music. Yeah. And I can tell you as a person who's a writer, and you know that, that one of the things I had to do early... When I, when I first got married, 
and start to have children is make a decision about how much time am I going to commit to my first love, right? My real, actually, my first love was my mama. But music was something that if I thought I was spending only 10 minutes on something, and eight hours later I would come out of the studio and go, oh, was I there all day like that? It's, it takes up a lot of bandwidth, and it can be very selfish when you're creative, and you have to give yourself the permission to do that because that's where you are, right? Yeah. So I mean, I just did that today. Yeah. It, it's hard to have people who may not have that creative outlet or that special place where you can... I don't care if a person just likes to sketch or crochet, finger paint, but if there's a place that sort of brings you zen and you can like collapse time in it yeah. and expand time in it, that is a very special, intimate space. And sometimes you can meet people who can join you in that space. But on the most part, that's yours. That's your own. So people will get jealous of that. Right? Oh, no. And they get jealous of that time. They get jealous of the fact that there's just something else that makes your eyes, like, glitter besides a man. You know, there's nothing wrong with, you know, a romantic partner, but you need to have something that's all yours. That I'm belongs obsessed. to you. That feeds you. Because, like, I always tell you, don't fall in love. Yeah. I think it's Rumi. Um, it was the original um, writer of that, that quote. Rumi. Beloved, do not fall in love, but rise. In love. And if your frequency is going down with somebody else there, pay attention to your frequency, to the, your vibration, especially to your energy. If your energy de decreases when someone is around or you're talking to them and you're feeling sort of blah or sad, that's a clue. Cut. 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 Yeah. Yeah, no, completely. I mean, I, I just learned that for sure. I mean, I should have trusted my instinct and I mean, I am going to do better and I only am going to welcome suitors into my life that will raise my vibrations but most importantly right now i am so focused wholeheartedly on my art my art is my first love um that's me it's so deep to me you're my love too um but my art is so my lover I, my art has always been my lover it's my savior i mean i always say like if it wasn't for art and god because god gave me these skill sets and you instilled them in me um if i did not have them i would not be on earth so i mean for me like i always have issues when it comes to people, when it comes to my work and my drive. Um, you would only have issues if you didn't... It makes you feel like a weird sense of guilt. Like, yeah. And FOMO. Like you're missing out or something. And you know something? Be a lot more generous with yourself. Every day we're all growing, right? Mm -hmm. what did, I used to say to you guys, like when things would happen, and I would say to you, you know what, guys? This is the first time I've ever had two kids this age, in this life, at my age, right now. Yes. We're going to figure this out together. We don't have to have all the answers. Yeah. But we do have to put one foot in front of the other mm -hmm. and just keep it moving. Oh, so good. Obsessed. We interrupt our program to bring you our sponsor, The Comfort Zone. Mom, don't they always tell you to get out of your comfort zone to reach your goals? Look, after the year we've been through, or two years now, almost that we've been through, who is really in their comfort zone? I don't agree. I think it's a completely different paradigm that we're entering. Because no one really wants to be uncomfortable. True. When you have a comfort zone that no longer fits you, what your energy is naturally doing is trying to equalize itself. Like the universe is always trying to balance itself. Right? So you're going to become uncomfortable. 
anyway because there's other things you want to do other choices you want to make so what are you doing you're going to increase your comfort zone you're going to expand your comfort zone to now fit where you want to be now the discomfort comes in is reaching towards new habits new behaviors having support in those new habits and new behaviors because you spent most of your life being where you are right now in this small comfort zone you're just going to expand your capacity and make a more luxurious fabulous comfort zone that's all it is Oh my gosh, that is so everything. And so the comfort dot zone exactly is what? Well, it's a membership community. Wow. Right? It's a safe space for you to grow, to learn different things. You can learn how to meditate. You can learn how to pray. You can get prayer. You can get people to meditate with you. You can learn visualization, mind mapping. You can also get like tea and lip balm and diffusers. Ooh. It's going to be so awesome. It's oh everything that gives us comfort. I definitely And we're need. listening to our audience to see what brings them comfort. So show them how we get there. The comfort dot zone. You go over to that website, it's not zone.com, it's .zone, and you sign up for the waiting list because it will be launching very soon. And you don't want to miss it. These are the things that are hip, fab, and totally relevant. Did you just totally cop the same <laughs> from my 80s friend group? Yes, I totally did, but this is how we're going to show our listeners what's hot, trendy, and fun, and totally in the world right and, now. But, but they're not necessarily the same, because what I think is hot is not what you think is hot. Like I You're know. still very, you know, West Coast. You're more West Coast than I am. I'm East Coasty. I'm Beast Coasty. Oh my gosh. No, I am a little bit sweeter, and I do wear a tutu, yes, to the grocery store, of course. And I think all of that is so freaking annoying. <laughs> well, but I love it because I raised you that way, right? Yes, you totally did. And speaking of tutus, the first one we should like dive into deeply is Lady Gaga's remix album. Oh my goodness! Ah, oh my gosh, Charlie XCX did incredibly well. I did hear that song. It yeah. was hot. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. 911, we love to hear it. Love to hear Ash Nico's. I heard is really good too as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but we should talk about our favorite. Dorian Electra. Dorian, you slayed on replay. That was such a hard beat. Oh Even my gosh. I think it's a hard beat. Dorian's art form, absolute beast work. That was beast Insanity. work. Insanity. You Absolute saw the good. genius. You saw the genius. You saw the genius on the song. I mean, definitely that song, you saw the genius. Like, out of all the songs, to me, personally, the genius work was on replay. And the fact that Dorian does the production. Yeah, there was two is, other producers. Yes. Yes, and very exceptional. And yes. You're, you're talking about Gaga anyway. Gaga's already a beast, right? Coming from Yonkers, New York, of course. Period. I was born, so you know I got cred for Gaga. Woo! But that was very impressive. And I love seeing a diverse group of people doing production and putting their hat in the ring from more of that standpoint. I love the performers, I love all of that, but when you're writing and producing, I love seeing that in di- with diversity. In the artistry too, so unique, so Very good. fun, it and was good. even how their voices but blended Dorian together. Dorian brought Dorian to the table when yes. it came to what influences their art. Yes. 100%. And speaking of Charlie XCX, because we're talking about the remix album, Charlie XCX just released a brand new comeback single called Good Ones. 
And oh, you were letting me hear a clip of yes, that. Yes, yes. okay. Yes, no, I definitely, personally, I like this era. This era is very dark, of course, very emotional, very, you know, spooky, spooky. Um, that's exactly where I love to listen to music sometimes, because definitely where I've been going through emotionally. Well, I'm much older than you, so I, had, I tend to be more of a musical elitist. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. you know, and different. You know, I like just different types of music. Yes, I definitely just think I will be covering this song. It's a super strong, like, comeback for Charlie, I will say. This song was amazing. I hate when people say comeback. I think they never left. People are living their lives. Yeah. It's a super strong song True. for Charlie. You know, it's like there's some of the, the legends that I work with, and people go, oh, you're trying to come back, you're trying to rejuvenate their career. Your career? No. They never left. You just weren't paying attention. Fact. Bottom line. And, or they're living their lives or yeah. another aspect of their career. Yeah. You're allowed to be multidimensional as a brand because Charlie SCX is a brand channel. Yes. So there's probably other things that they are, she is working on right now. Yeah. Just like you're working on multiple things. Yes. When it comes well, to I mean, music. you have your music. That's yeah. the most important thing. But you also have your NFTs and you have other publications that we're working on. We're working on skin care, working on clothing lines. There's a lot of stuff. And you know what? You got me working nonstop, 24 hours. I know. I know. But we I love definitely... it because I get to do this off for my daughter. I know. And that's why I also love seeing different artists just go to their full potential and really bring the pop stardom out of their bones, like out of their marrow. It's so amazing and so wonderful to see. So, And also, yes, we've been working so hard. Yeah. We've been working so hard. But speaking of Charlie's, the D'Amelio's on Hulu. What? The D'Amelio's on Hulu. Oh they have their own reality show on Hulu. And I've been seeing people are talking about it. It's getting chatter. I can imagine it would. Yeah. I mean, I they saw are the most prominent social media stars. Yes. Um, especially on TikTok. Yeah, Charlie and Dixie both follow me on TikTok. So, yes, but I you do. But, you know, we love the Kardashians season one because, one, Kim was the whiniest 20 year old yeah you ever heard and so entitled but you loved her because you knew her grind game was strong yeah and i loved loved chris kardashian's chris jenner's yes um, ability to flip the script and create all that business for all of her children yeah but the key to i don't want to compare them too much to the kardashians because we have the same issue there's only two of us right yeah um but the key to the Kardashians is that they have, she had so many kids. Yeah. It hit every demographic, every age group. So you were able to sell to everyone when it came to the conversation. So I'll be, I'm really interested to see what they develop for Charlie and Dixie. I know. But I love the fact that those are New York girls. Yeah. And you know what? I have spoken to them and I have, you know, definitely seen them and met them in person and they are very sweet girls. I mean, Charlie's super adorable. Um, Dixie's super great. Um, I will... Dixie's coming into her own. Yeah, she's coming into her own. Psycho was a really good single release. Yeah. Um, I will say, and I was actually at the release party that they had I Charlie's going to surprise everyone, though. Yeah. I think she's going to come out and be so... And be Britney. Ridiculous that people are going to spin their heads. They're going to have Charlie D'Amelio whiplash. I will say this, because all of the promos I've been seeing for the D'Amelios on Hulu, they've just been crying a lot, and people have been really into that, like just them hating the social media hate. What I yeah, will say... Yeah, the drama. They always are there for the drama. They yeah. They come for the drama. Yeah, what I will say is that Charlie D'Amelio is super talented. She is very talented. 
She's a star factor. Mm -hmm. I will say this, and I've said this from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Charlie D'Amelio has a star factor, and that's why she is the star. She has what it takes. I really feel like she can be like the next Britney Spears. I see when she the even, next Charlie D'Amelio. Yeah, no, no, but I mean, Britney. That was the first person Britney collaborated with, even I before know. her conservat. Like when she was in her conservatorship. I know. I just look at the fact that you know she brings something different, and I don't think we've seen it all yet. She's yeah. developing. Yeah, she's still young. I mean, she's seventeen years old. Yeah, and, and she's Dixie's, got a beautiful smile. That's yeah. what I love about her. She's I just think I truly do. Like when I like, I truly see. Like there's some people. It's like you're like, oh my gosh, like you. Know, they're working so hard. It's great. But Charlie D'Amelio definitely has it, um, for sure. And I'm really excited to see how the D'Amelios turns out. Now, music, music yeah. that we're loving right now, darling. And what music am I loving right now? Please? Josh Levi. You know that little boy is gonna NASA, take the game. NASA, NASA, yeah. I love that song. NASA, NASA. I'm like, where is that? I mean, I know that Chris is still doing his thing. Yes. Usher was in, is in concert or was in concert. Yes. Just a few weeks ago in Vegas. Yes. But he really has a stake in this game. Come that on. song is hot. Come on. And that boy can dance behind. Woo! Josh, so, Levi. Josh Levi. What a great project. Josh Levi. Yes, yes. This is his first single being released under Atlantic, mm -hmm. being signed by Radio, which is Issa Rae's um, label as well. So it's Atlantic and Radio together. Mm -hmm. They conjoined and signed him for his record deal. Um, it's his first single release under them, and it's so amazing. I mean, so strong, so powerful. Um, all of his music is so amazing and astounding. Um, Josh Levi is one of my favorite people and also favorite artists right now. Well, um, you can see the drive. I mean, you let me see that little video clip because I didn't know who he was. Such a cutie. You're always introducing something new to me, otherwise I'd still be listening to my old school <laughs> But what I saw was the drive that he has to take care of his mom, which yeah. is, I mean, that part, you know, really makes you have to grow up early and makes you have to make different types of decisions when you are, you know, an artist. So that could be a real driver when it comes to the caginess I hear in this voice. Yeah. Like I really hear this cagey, smoldering thing. And I also see how he dances. He's, he's, he hits his steps. He, he's not sloppy. He's got passion and heart when it comes to dancing. He's not just sort of flowing through it. So I like seeing that as entertainers. I come from a school of entertainers that were the best at what they did. Yeah. And they worked really hard he's, all the time he's one of my favorite people to look for in directness like when it comes to visual and it comes to artistry and it comes to vocalization and it comes to just everything he does in his artistic sector when it comes to his job because this is his job does he write his own music yes well i'm telling you those lyrics are very on point very thoughtful very thoughtful and he really just enjoy him. he just joined tiktok he just followed me on tiktok so shout out josh levi follow him on tiktok baby he's on his tiktok grind darling okay and what else are we liking right now um who else are we liking i mean how can we not day i die death by Romy. Oh i didn't know what you were saying when because i liked her music before yes i love her voice it's like a bellowy sweetness oh. that's just so Luscious. She's got a luscious voice. There's just, very similar to yours, except very just. It has a lot more trill to it. Yeah. You know, it's just really yeah. syrupy sweet. So I'm like, what is she? What do you mean she's gonna start doing screamo? I just didn't oh. get it. And what about her voice? But the way 
that song combines both. Romy, this is my mother talking oh my about goodness. your art, babe. I was like, what a good job. I mean, she did an excellent job in capturing a commercial pop sound with something that's usually very underground. Because, you know, your big brother listens to Screamo all the time. Yes. And I used to sit there and laugh. And I'm like, why does it sound like one big bird? Like, with a real, somewhat of a beat. That's just really, really bad. <laughs> in but, drop A. You know, I like... I like all kinds of music. Metallica yeah. Slayer, I yeah. was there for it. Yeah. As well as Public Enemy, Living yeah. Color. I was there for it. So you can't tell me anything. Paquito de Rivera, all of that. So, you know, my ear is very specific. I was so shocked that I made you guys play the song like three times. Yeah. As a matter of fact, when we're done with this conversation, I want to hear the song. Again. Oh my God, you are so It cute. is so, the way she blended it, it's like a fusion of two worlds that she crafted Perfectly. Perfectly. And, you know, she just released a little Day I Die EP. You guys can check it on all streaming platforms. It's in German, it's in Spanish, oh. and she released a brand new song. It is so good. Romy, I am so proud of you. I love when she's, when she's singing in Spanish. Oh, my gosh. The German? The German was What a great. talent. Like, what a skill set that well, you have. Well, that's a very different tongue, so I give it to her. Woo! I give it to her. Do your thing, Romy. You know, okay. We love you. you know, we love you. And one thing for sure, Death by Romy is one of my favorite favorite artist of all time literally not only is she is a like she's a friend but truly like her artistry her music her talent is something that i truly love and adore and i love just seeing her flap her beautiful butterfly charcoal oh punk rock that's, that's wings LA thing again. and i love just floating and flying into her artistry and seeing her disperse and just take over the freaking world man okay it's new york so, edit okay new york Romy, you're done you're dope, period, and I'm so proud of you. Okay, final segment. Are we ready for this, guys? We're going to close out with one final topic. The canceled leaving canceled is leaving Hollywood it's like everyone that's ever been canceled or had like a social media debacle ever they're moving from LA everyone's leaving why? Yeah, I mean, I guess it's time to go. Besides the fact that it's too bloody expensive here, for yeah. what reason? You know me. My sensibilities is like, let's bring it all to Arizona. Yeah. Save the money. Yeah. But no, you want to be in L.A., so I'm in L.A. with you because you kidnapped me and I have no choice. Oh, my gosh. So, but, you know, it could be a lot of reasons. A lot of these quote-unquote canceled people are also multimillionaires. Yeah. The tax bracket, the taxes are real high in they're crazy, California. Yeah. I mean, uh, Elon, Elon wasn't canceled, but he left. I mean, he, he came back, though. They try to cancel Elon. Elon oh has gosh. no consideration for their cancel button. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I cannot. No, Elon literally, like, he moved to Texas, but he came back. Mm-hmm. Um, they literally, because it was like, something, wasn't was it flooding or snowing or something like that? It was that? doing something. He was like, oh, I'm not here for this. Yeah. Ice. Ice. Yes, yeah. that's totally right. But um, we do not side with Shane Dawson, nor do we invest our love and admiration, but I know he got a huge ranch in Colorado, and Jeffree Star has a huge ranch in Wyoming, so everyone's having ranches. But if you can save the taxes and get 500,000 acres, 300,000 acres, live in peace and serenity in God's country, then do it, because let me tell you, if I can convince you after you keep, you know, doing what you're doing and get stable to get the heck out of Dodge. Yeah. I would get out of Dodge because they're 40% taxation. It's just not worth it. I'm just saying. Oh my God. What do you mean by Dodge? 
like this is like Dodge. This is Satan. Is LA like, Dodge? Get out of here. Is LA Dodge? Is that where we are? Dystopian. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, so that's just basically it. I mean, guys, did we conclude? Is that everything? Our podcast? Well, you know, we do have to mention the fact that the reason why I don't side with Shane Dawson and anybody is because I didn't know who the heck they were. I know. That's all. So I have, I'm literally letting my mom into the social media realm. She has been taking in, watching Tea Spill. You know, we've been watching. It's interesting. You know, it's interesting. You know, Auntie Sugar has a podcast now. Uh, is it a podcast or a YouTube channel? And she's getting in the middle of it. But we're, we're used to traditional television. Yeah. I've been on air for 15 years. And I've done traditional radio since I was 16 years old, and I'm a little older than that now. So this is a whole different format that was intimidating to me, right? Because it moves so fast, and I'm used to going into my cute little studio and my cute little makeup artists and my cute little directors. Well, not really little, right? Pop was always my director. (laughs) Um, But... And doing it a certain way. And I, I'm used to the speed of that. I'm used to doing line production really fast, commercials really fast. And I love it. But this is different. Like, this is in your personal life. Like, you wake up and get on your phone. Yeah. And you're on. Yeah. I don't, there's no prep. There's no mental work. So that means you have no line of delineation between your work and your life. And I think that's where the anxiety comes from. Yeah. So we're going to work at, you know eliminating some of the anxiety and my bag is different than yours when i get sponsors it's a different type of bag Mm -hmm. but your bag is immediately yeah right now so i think we need to converge them i know two different styles and that is what the mde is all about period well guys i think we've concluded our first podcast crazy our first episode yeah, this is our first podcast episode. Yeah, this is the first podcast. We've been, the first uh, we've been threatening to do this. I know. We've been trying to do this and pushing to do this, but here's the time. We're just going to do it. We just did it. And we just We're did it. We're going to keep doing it. Once and a you week. know what? If there's something you think we should talk about, we want you to go ahead and reach us on our socials. What's your social? Yes. Yeah, so mine is E-Y-E-A-M-K-I, and my mother's is... Tina Speaks Live, or you can also reach us on, I think it's The M-D-E yeah, on it's Instagram. The, it's The M-D-E. It's the MDE on it's, Instagram. Yeah, so you can find us there. And we also have an email for bookings at wearethemde.com at Gmail. So we can also put that there Is that, in the link we have below. The, the Gmail already? Yeah, I did everything. Oh, yeah, I'm a wizard. I did everything. Is it it's the MDE at Gmail? So bookings, we are the MDE at gmail.com. You guys can email us there. Any questions, concerns? I know soon we'll probably have people send emails and we'll talk about your problems and give, she will give her advice because I have only been on the earth for 24 years. It doesn't matter. I can You've give you fashion advice. And confidence building advice. Yeah. Absolutely. And contouring for sure and how much yeah, glitter you need. Yeah, you're the queen of the contour and the glitter. <laughs> well, I love you, Mom. I love you, too. And I'm so excited for this new era. This is fun. Very exciting. Until next time. I'm I'm Kai. I'm me. <laughs> <laughs> She's the mother job. The mother job. And thank you for listening to the MDE. Ciao. Bye.